0: The holy gospel according to St John the 6th chapter Glory to you o Lord. Jesus said to them I am the bread of life whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said I am the bread came, that came down from heaven they were saying is not just Jesus the son of Joseph who's Father and mother we know. How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me. And I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Christ. Good Christian friends, grace and peace. How many of you have said, I've had it, that's all I can take, I'm quitting, I'm not going to go on with this. How many have done that, right? Everybody, I think, yeah. About six months ago, I had a stroke, and I ended up in the hospital for a couple of days, and I thought, this is how it all ends. This is enough, Lord, I'm done. I'm 80 year, 81 years old now, and I'm giving up. That's it, you know. Well, as luck would have it, I got better, and so here I am. I think I'm still alive, but uh, some people you could ask would might tell you differently, but uh, anyway... It's good to be here and be able to talk again, although I do have a little trouble, so I'm doing the best I can. Anyway, we all have our enough is enough times in life, whatever that might be. Too much schoolwork, tussles with friends, bills, alcoholism, trouble at work, too much company, marriage problems, sickness, maybe even a death. Those times do come in our lives. And sometimes they come in bunches. And sometimes we can't feel like we just can't take it anymore. Now, first of all, the first thing we need to remember is that God does not cause that stuff. Sometimes we like to blame God. I've heard people blame God say, why is God doing all this to me? What's God trying to do, test me? You know, try me out and see if I can hold up? Nope, that's not God at all. God does not cause them. They may be accidental, they may be just part of life. They may result from someone's sin, mine or another's. They may result from cancer or some d- disease, whatever. Lots of things cause us problems beyond measure in this life. But they are not God's will, nor are part of God's testing you, or punishing you, or anything like that. Which, by a long and treacherous route, leads us back to Elijah, in our first lesson, Elijah was an old prophet of the Lord. And just before this, God had called all the prophets of Baal together. He let them go first, which was courteous. They put their offering on their altar, called down their gods. Nobody nobody would touch it. It just lay there and rotted. So Elijah said, now, bring me a calf. He set up the, uh, the offering. He even poured water all over it and then called on God. And sure enough, God came down and consumed the offering. Then, as the story goes, and it's not very nice history, Elijah decided to kill all the prophets of Baal right there in the wilderness. Well, that wasn't a very good part of the story, but at least Elijah had survived and God was with him. But here he was now, he was afraid he was afraid for his life because Jezebel said, this is what you did, I'm going to get you too. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get rid of you. So he's, he's fleeing Queen Jezebel. He's fled to Judah and he was safe there, but he went even beyond that into the wilderness. Only there in the wilderness all by himself does he sit down under a desert bush and ask God, just let me die, Lord. I can't go through anymore. Too much. I'm no better than my prophetic ancestors, ancestors like, like Moses, for example, who had in the wilderness got frustrated with those people who wouldn't stay true to the law of God, and he got to he wanted to die too and forget the whole thing. Elijah now is overwhelmed, just like we get sometimes, and death is even preferable to what he faces, what he is being called to do. Well, the story goes on. An angel comes. Angels are messengers from God. He touches them and provides food. This is the same angel that had shortly before warned him about Jezebel's coming and intentions. He had to actually come and wake Elijah up twice before Elijah thought together and thought about who, who is this really and figured out it was God. God was actually, through the angel, giving him strength to go out help to go on. So Elijah is finally assured that no matter what happens, God will take care of him. Get up and eat, the angel said. Otherwise, you won't make it on the journey. I am with you. That's an interesting lesson for all of us. Elijah is suffering burnout and depression. And who hasn't? Who hasn't done that from all that has been happening to him? God assures him that God is... And will be supporting him and sustaining him. But the therapy includes, wouldn't you know, more jobs. Isn't that just the way God doesn't say, "Oh, you poor person, I won't. Have, you won't have to do anything now. You can just sit on and put up your feet and relax." No, God's answer is, "You got. I got more jobs for you, and a promise. A promise. I will be with you." And that will transcend any success or failure you have. Success or failure is not the issue, you see, but the fact that we do God's will and know that God is with us. He doesn't rebuke Elijah, doesn't blame him for not doing something or for doing something he shouldn't have. God doesn't blame us. The past is past. That's gone and done with. We can't do anything about that. You and I just can't undo the past. We'd like to sometimes, but I worry, lay down in bed and worry about stuff I've done or not done, and you know, never gets anything done. You're just laying there in bed, you know, not doing anything about it. There's a lesson to be learned from our past history, but the future is open. Where God will be always leading and guiding and strengthening. Jesus even says in our gospel. I am the bread of life that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. Christ truly fulfilled the great promise of God a thousand times or more, much more than that bread beside Elijah in the wilderness. God never rebukes us or blames us or tells us we're just weak, weak human beings, you know. God simply tells us Move on, and I will give you hope. Move on, and I will give you hope. That's part of the good news of the gospel. God simply says through Christ, "I will be with you forever. I will strengthen you, I will guide you, I will feed you not only with earthly foods, but with peace and hope, courage and strength. Go on, live my love for each other, whatever it takes. Bring justice and peace to all of creation. Work for the rights of others, for I will take care of you. You don't have to worry about your life. We are here to care for each other. And in the doing of that, simply trust me. I will be with you. That's good news. How does that help come? comes through worship together on Sundays, the sacrament. comes through reading and absorbing God's word comes through honest and faithful prayer even when you don't feel like it. It comes through the love and encouragement and the help of family and friends. It comes through God working in our hearts deep down to guide us and bless us in our thoughts and dreams and so forth. The bread of Jesus will always give us strength for our journeys, however difficult or overwhelming they might be. That's his promise. And we go out with that promise renewed every week. So whatever happens, our loving and supporting but challenging God is always there to lead and to guide. Hang on to that knowledge. Hang on to that hope each and every day. For the Lord has promised and God never goes back on God's word. The Lord bless you. It's good to be with you today to worship together. Amen.